0: Welcome back to the Cross Track Podcast on this evening, November the 12th. I am Steve.
1: And I'm Wayne. And it's always good to be back with you, my friend. And let me start off by saying happy belated Veterans Day, man. It was, uh, you know, thank you for your service and uh, had to 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 say that. Same to you. uh, Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I,
0: I think half of America should be veterans. You know, I think it's a, okay. it, it should be. I think it should be mandatory for anyone after the age of uh, eighteen. Get a couple years in there, you know. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I think a lot of this foolishness that's out in the streets would end if they would yep. go in yep. there and have some responsibilities and some. Um, yep. uh Get some good, some good, uh, good training. Yeah. good discipline and so on, man. And I think I, it did a, it did a world for me. Absolutely, that's for sure.
1: Absolutely. So, I mean that that's one of our topics for tonight. So let's let's jump right into that, man, because uh, you you make some good points there. And and I was looking at a show this weekend. They had a lot of things. They started on Friday uh, with a lot of Veterans Day uh, things on TV, different movies and that type thing. But um, I think somebody was talking on the news, several countries around the world, when you turn 18, you don't have to wonder as to what your future holds. You are required to serve in the military for two years to to give something back to your country. And uh, I think... I don't know if we could ever get here in this country. Something tells me, hell no, we we'll would never get to that. Yeah, I got it. But uh, because people would try to find a way to get out of it and, you know, I can't serve because of this and whatnot. But uh, to give a young person a good start, uh, like you say, man, it did wonders for you. It did tremendous wonders for me, man, just the the structure and the fact that you learn a valuable skill. You learn tons of valuable skills that are directly uh, convertible to once you get out, you've got a platform that you can build upon, you know? Right, right. And uh, and it 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 allows you to give something back to this country that has given so much to many of us. So I, I, I wish we could get to that like a lot of other countries do. Uh, I don't know if you follow a lot of the, you know, you follow pop music, but I don't know if you follow these the little group called BTS. I don't know if you remember, do you remember BTS? No, they're, they're, I don't. they're a korean boy band okay okay and they were hot man they were hot here for like gosh the last couple of years bts was hot well the band pretty much has broken up why because a lot of the members have to go serve their time in the military yeah 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 so at the height of their success they got to go serve. And they interviewed a couple of the kids in the group, and they're like, hey, we know this is what we got to do. You know, we we got to go serve our country. Yeah. And they they didn't feel any anger about that, whatnot. They're like, hey, we're going to get the group back together after we do our service. Right. But, I mean, I, I wish we could get to that, man. It's, it's not just— the young people in this country, recruiting is down. The military is, is not meeting their recruiting goals and for various reasons. But I think a lot of it, people just don't want to serve, man.
0: Yeah. And and it's it's part of our it's part of our culture to bitch and complain about stuff.
1: Right. Right.
0: You know, and I, I think overall, I mean, we got people that just that are lazy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and we have people that are, um, are spoiled. And so yeah. going into the military, you know, that, that idea of being spoiled, get over that real quick, Yeah, you know, yeah. and I, I think the responsibilities that, um, are, that occur, occur while you're in the military, some of us don't, don't want that, you right. know, and, right. and, and you know, what's going to happen for the most part the people whose parents are are well off they're mm-hmm. not gonna want their kids serve
1: right right
0: you know they you know that they're, they're not I'm not gonna say all of them no but, not all. you know i don't, I don't want my kids to serve you know right, and they're right. the first ones to say well so and so didn't do this, and we left this place you know uh ahead of time and all this kind mm-hmm. of stuff, and it it's all right as long as it's not my kids. Right. that's serving, right. It's right, all right. If it's if if it's someone else's kid that's right. going to go out there and risk their lives for my freedoms, it's all right if someone else's sons or daughters, husbands or wives, moms or dads, die trying to protect, you know, and and serve for the country. I just don't want it to be my kid. Right. And right. you know, I I feel that it will do a world of good for for people to serve. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. I, I just really do. And, yeah. you know, all this stuff, you know, because of white flight and all these things that's going on within these, every inner city and so on, and all the gun violence and black-on-black crime and all that kind of stuff that, that goes on, I think a lot of that stuff would be eliminated. Yeah, yeah. You know, because... Um, you know, people want to take take out their anger by having a gun in their hand. Right. You know, you know, instead of having a fist fight, they want to have a gunfight.
1: Yep. You know, yep. and
0: usually oh, innocent yeah. people are 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 shot and killed and wounded and so on. And I think two years is is fine. I, like yeah. I said before, it I grew up a lot. I, I came became a much better student. Because you know my my thing was that Mom and Dad, my parents couldn't afford for me to go to Western. right I mean, right. I had everything. I mean, they could pay for tuition. They couldn't pay for housing. they couldn't pay for books. they couldn't pay for food and all that. so, uh, and I was a I was a smart kid. I just didn't apply myself, you know what I mean? right yeah, in no, high school. I hear you. And so, uh, after four years in in the Coast Guard, I got out and said, "I'm going to become a serious student." <laughs> and I made nothing but A's and B's yep. in, in college. Yep.
1: Yep. You
0: know, so I yep. grew a lot. You know, responsibility. You know, especially me being a a boat coxswain. You know, I'm in charge of the small boat that's going out to save someone's life, and these other two Coast Guard people <clears> are under my command. And we have to protect those people that we're going to save. We have to protect their equipment. We have to save them or stop them from bringing drugs in or anything like that, all those things like that. And plus be and protect myself so that I can get back and our crew could get back. Right. You know, Uh, that was a lot of responsibilities. And I grew up a lot in those four years.
1: No, same here, man. Same here. Um, it was just an eye opening experience, man, because I, I don't know how it was in the Coast Guard, but I know, you know, you get there and you're, you're with 50 other people. That's, that's how many people it was in a, in a, in a squadron at basic training. You're with 50 other people. I had over 70, uh, 70. Okay. So in we my, in my company, okay. Yeah, <laughs> we had 50 Yeah. and People from all over the U.S., yep. man, all over the country, and they throw you into, into this mix. And uh, for some people, it was eye-opening because yep. they had never, they had never encountered anyone outside their sphere of where they grew up or whatnot. Right. And uh, you, you, you get to know people. Like I say, it to me, man, it. 2 years. If you if 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 the country said hey, you got to serve a minimum of 2 years like all these other countries, you would be amazed how much you learn about someone else when you sleep next to that person every night and you yep. eat with that person every day and yep. you're drilling and you're in school with that person. You're in cl- you learn a lot about people because they're just like you. They're right. scared. They're nervous. They don't know <laughs> what's next. To like, yeah. so they 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 look and like, hey man, you, you you know, and that's how you bond with people. Right. And I think that's why so much of this animosity toward people, people are disliking each other and hating each other. We truly don't know anything about each other, and the military does an excellent job of that yep. of making sure that you're gonna know this person. That you're sleeping in that bunk next to, okay? And if you can't, we got ways of fixing that. <laughs> we got we got ways of fixing that. <laughs> yeah. And so uh,
0: I got uh, a red I got a red penny to 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 prove that man. Yeah. I I'll, I'll tell you the red penny story sometime.
1: Yeah, they they find ways of fixing that. If you don't want to cooperate. Uh, because they don't have time for that, you know, oh, um, no. they don't have time for that, man. They've yeah. got a goal to get you through this training in X amount of weeks. So you can build upon what they teach you there. And then right. you go to learn your job and you build on that. And then you go to your assignments and you're building. And by the time two years, if if that's what, you know, is required, man, you are going to have a nice little toolkit in two yep. years that you can come back and 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 take your life even further, so uh yeah. it's,
0: edu- it's a great education uh in in how to persevere and how to deal with pressure because right. they put you under pressure <laughs> no, man I mean absolutely. the coast the coast guard our my boot camp was in Alameda California, okay, and it's on an island and okay. yep. I mean yep. we could we could look out across the water and you know uh um Alcatraz, we could see literally Alcatraz was nearby and you couldn't get off of Alameda Island, you know, (laughs) you couldn't get off. There was only one way off and that was either by bus or you could try to swim. And, you know, those nine weeks, man, I had never really had been away from home, seriously had not been away from home my entire life, you know. And when I when I flew to to San Francisco, uh it was eye awakening, you know, and I didn't get there until like eleven o'clock at night, their time. Yep. (laughs) So, you know, we're talking two, three o'clock in the morning, our time.
1: Right.
0: And when I got on got on board base, first thing the guy says, from this point on, the first word out of your mouth is Sir. (laughs) <laughs> and the last word out of your mouth is, sir, do you understand me? Sir, yes, sir. <laughs> you know, in the middle of the night. And
1: yep.
0: hell, the next morning we woke up, I guess Reverley was at five o'clock. Yep. I yep. didn't even I didn't even hear. I just I just heard people rustling, you know, and I'm like, oh, shit. So you just go jump in and do what right. everybody else is That's doing, right. you know, and That's it was, right. man, That's right. th- those nine weeks, you know, every day was spent. Every day was spent in in class from eight o'clock until yep. three o'clock.
1: Yep, yep. Oh I right, see. You know. And here, you man. know,
0: and you you learn the <laughs> job, you learn how you you learn how to become uh, a person that's in the military. Right. Over right. and you, if if one person screws up Everybody right. gets punished. That's
1: right, man. Let me tell
0: you, like I, I'll tell you the red, the red penny story. You know, we were in boot camp, and 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 like I said, the first time that I that I left that night when they had taps. You know, me the next night that is, they had taps, and you know. Turn the lights out. We were basically in a, in a, this is a big square, all these uh, different little barracks and they played taps and the, and the, they played a song afterwards. And the song that they played after taps was my old Kentucky home. I swear to God, they did. And you know, I don't like the song, but damn, I teared up. (laughs) So whoever was playing, whoever was playing taps was from Kentucky. Wow! And so he played my old Kentucky home. Well, after about four or five weeks of going through boot camp and so on, and our our uh, our company commander, believe it or not, Wayne was from Larue County. He was from Hodginsville.
1: Hodginsville. Wow!
0: Just wow. Hodginsville. Because I wondered why he kept hey Johnson blah blah blah. Tell me this. Uh, could you? Did you know? Blah blah blah. Yeah, he went to Larue County High School and so wow. on. Wow! <laughs> Small world, but. Man, he got pissed at us and, and we had to high port and they marched us out into the water and all that kind of stuff, man. And so the next night, another company above us got in trouble. And all they did was they took all their bunks out and beds out. And we had a ramp that went down and you you can hear these beds and you can see sparks flying down the ramp. So they put them out there. And they made them do push-ups and setups. ups And their their company commander took twenty-one pennies and threw out into the compound. And they had to find those twenty-one pennies in the middle of the night, oh, two o'clock in the morning. Whoa! And they were they were they were had a red they were red on one side, and the backside was just just a regular penny. Right, right. So the compound was you know it was just a small area. And then, after they finished doing that and they found out 21 pennies, and we're looking out the windows at them when our asses should be in bed. <laughs> <laughs> so, after they found the 21 pennies, he took the 21 pennies and threw them out onto the, um, the grinder or the parade, the parade grounds. I mean, this probably three football fields. Well, funny. They had, a, uh, great, they great, had great, to yeah. find 21 pennies, and they found only 20. Oh. Only found 20, so Beverly was at 5 o'clock, so about 4.30, he brought them back in. The next day from breakfast, we went out on the parade grounds, and we were going to do our drill because they were behind us, and uh, I looked down, and there's a damn penny. <laughs> I found the that
1: the, the one they were missing.
0: Penny, the one that they were missing, man. They, they were out there for hours. Wow. I found one penny. I still have it to this day.
1: Wow. Wow.
0: <laughs> so anyway, wow. I grew up a lot, man. There was whew, no, if right. I had to do it again, I probably would, but it sure did help it sure did oh. help me and all the 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 way that God has blessed me today, the Coast Guard had a lot to do with that, and God blessed us through that to get us through it, and yeah, so yeah. on. And we we're we've become what we have, not because of the grace of God. it is because of the grace of God, but also, I think because uh, the military instilled something in us that allowed us to um, to always look forward and be progressive yeah, and to yeah. And to uh, never settle for seconds in anything. Yeah,
1: no, no. And I think probably if you ask any veteran from any era, they will probably tell you the same stories, man, about how it shaped their lives and how it made them better men and women. And you know that that's it, man. I think uh, you you. Well, we didn't go into this, you know. You didn't go into the Coast Guard. I didn't go to the Air Force just to like, oh, I'm just going to go in there and have fun But No, you were you were going in there because you you had something in you that said, I I need to be a better person. You know, no. I want to be a better person, and uh, and that that's what it provided us, man. And I would say if people looked at us, I know I know my nephew mentioned to me one day, say, man, he's like you, you seem like you're quite successful, and I had to tell him, well, it took a lot of work to get to get what you <laughs> yeah. think is successful. Do you know yeah. what success looks like? What that journey looked like? Because he was toying with the idea one of his buddies was, was going to go into the Air Force. And I said, you know, man, you know, that's a good thing. You ought to think about it. Mm-hmm. And these are some of the benefits, you know. But a lot of folks that I've talked to, man, the first thing out of their mouth is, man, I don't want nobody telling me what to do. What to do. Yeah. Oh, what Everybody got to answer to somebody, man. That, that's <laughs> what these – everybody has to answer to somebody. And you, you think like you're going to be, you know – if this is for the rest of your life, no, it's, it's for a set amount of weeks and you would be amazed at what, what you are going to look like. Cause we could see it, man. We saw people that came in, guys were crying at night cause they missed their mm-hmm. girlfriend. Yep. But by the time that yep. third or fourth week rolled around, yep. man, different, different people. Oh yeah. So, yeah. uh, yeah, if I had if I had the opportunity, I would do it. I would do it again because yeah. it 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 was tremendous benefit to me, man. Like you say, grace of God, man, got us through that and he's brought us to this point to where you and I are successful young men now and we're sitting on a podcast talking about our lives <laughs> and, and we can reflect on, you know, uh how good God has been to us, man. And and the Air Force and the Coast Guard uh, gave us a lot of skills, man, that we've put to good use to uh, to help uh, change our lives and those around us. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So. <laughs> Wanted, wanted to throw this, since you talked about uh, Veterans Day, like let, let's let's just go there. But okay. we got some other topics tonight, too, and uh, we want to dwell on. Uh, we want to talk about uh, the governor's Speaking of, Ke- speaking of oh. Kentucky. Yeah, speaking of Kentucky. <laughs> uh, they had an election this past week, so we want to talk a little bit about that. Um, talk about some football and some suspensions that have come down. I want to talk about the NBA, which, you know, we we don't talk about the NBA a lot, but we're going to tonight because of something that they've instituted that we don't understand why. <laughs> yeah. uh, we want to talk about Bass Reeves, uh, which is gaining a lot of a uh, lot of buzz around uh, Bass Reeves as a uh, first black U.S. deputy marshal covered the West. So I want to talk about that. And then I found something else, man, that uh, we can close the show with tonight. Uh, 60 years, here in about two weeks. 60 years of the uh, anniversary of the JFK assassination. Oh yeah. 60 yeah. years, and I was watching a show tonight. Uh, I gotta finish it once we get off the air, but uh, we'll have some reflections on that. So let's uh, let's get into it, man. Okay. Let's, okay. Let, let, let's talk about down goes Cameron. <laughs> 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 you took the words right out of my mouth, and out of Cameron. You know, bar bar that from Howard Cosell when Ali put <laughs> Frazier down, but Cameron went down. And I know I was texting with people. People are on Facebook, like loving it, man, because this dude went down trying to become the governor of our our home state. Yeah, yeah. play that funky music, man. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know. <laughs> Yeah, he he did not succeed in his bid to become governor and a lot of people are so damn happy uh yeah. because this guy he would have been bad news for the state of Kentucky especially when it came to uh black people and poor white people uh folks made their voice heard man they they feel Andy Bashir is doing a better job of taking care of the people of the commonwealth than this dude could ever do. Yeah. And uh, I'm there quite a bit, you know, and I, I, I see a lot of the things that Andy Bashir has done. And I think folks appreciate that. And that's why they they reelected this guy. So don't know what Cameron's going to do now. I could care less um, <laughs> for what his political career looks like. But uh, especially black people in Kentucky, they don't forget. Yeah. And uh, they do not. They do not forget. They did not forget what you did to not stand up for a young black woman that was brutally murdered in her apartment, and you didn't have the balls to stand up for. So, yeah. so and take his, and his father-in-law or grand, great, great, whatever. In-law. Yeah, what what's that relationship? He's married to Mitch McConnell's granddaughter. So granddaughter. what's that relationship? What's that relationship?
0: Yeah, so you know, old old Mitch Yertle Yurdle is sooner or later not gonna be running for office again. So old. therefore, yep. you know, his his um his gravy train's gonna come to an end. Yep. So what's he gonna do? You know, he doesn't have that he, he won't have that connection of being um Mitch's boy.
1: Yeah. Like I said, if he's dependent on the black people in Kentucky to think they're going to vote, they ain't going to vote for your ass. They are (laughs) never going to forget. They are never going to forget that you were the AG and did not stand up for this young black woman that was murdered in her home. You did not stand up for her. Yeah, yeah.
0: And he he, he not only – he won by quite a bit. Yeah. You know, when you think yeah. about five five points as opposed to what was a less than a half a point or something before.
1: Yep, yeah.
0: You know, he yeah. won by five four points in in the in the Commonwealth there. Yeah. So there was a lot of people that voted for him.
1: Yeah, I was I was watching the map, and um, you know, they said yeah, the bulk of his support's going to come from Fayette and Jefferson, you know, and a few of maybe the other other cities down down in the western part of the state. And I was scared, man, because I'm like, man, these rural little little counties—they're gonna vote for Cameron. And I'm like, but, man, I think people realize we're better off with Andy Beshear than, than yeah. this well, guy. Yeah. Well.
0: Yeah. I was watching something, and I Kernacki was on. You yeah, know Steve Kernacki? Kernacki. Yep, yep. And he was talking about coal country, man. Coal country yep. went voted for him in big numbers.
1: Yep, yep, yep. You
0: know, and, and yep. you know, as we grew up. You know, Kentucky was a democratic state. And then, of course, it flipped when Skippy became the president. Yeah. and it's been a red state ever since. And for some reason the the Democrats lost their mojo when they come to talking to talking to the average American and union voters and so on like that. Right. and right. and the uh, Republican Party kind of took that mantra on, even though that they didn't build the Democratic Party or they weren't for unions and so right. on. And so, you know, Co-Country, you know, they they stood up for um, Bashir in big numbers. So they must yeah. be doing things right there.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I mean, he Cameron shot himself in the foot. I mean, he he his stance on abortion was like, uh, dude, come on, man. I'm telling you, if Democrats package this right and get their communication right, get their messaging right, I think they they, they can take charge of the government come coming in this this next election. Because women are women don't want that they, they want their rights, man. Yeah. They don't want their rights taken and all these all these men are talking about, well, we want a full abortion ban. We ain't even we don't care if it's rape or incest. I mean, come on, who I mean, half the population is women. And you're yep. talking like this and you thinking they're gonna vote for your dumb ass? No way. No way. <laughs> they are not. And and it's not just older women. A lot of young women now see so like, what the hell, man? Yeah. You know, you're you're taking away my right to govern yeah. myself? Yeah. No. So I think the Republicans have shot themselves in the foot. Uh, we saw that during the during last Tuesday that a lot of Ohio, they vote, they voted abortion rights into their constitution. Uh, so this is this is going to backfire on these guys, man. It's going to backfire on them. so we can scratch Mr. Cameron off the list. He is he, <laughs> he, he is no more. And uh, I don't know what he's gonna do now. I guess he I, I said the other night I was texting with somebody. I said, well, since he lost, I guess he's got to go call Daddy Trump and apologize because he lost. You know, beg his forgiveness because he lost. So he's aligned mm-hmm. himself with Trump and all these other crazy idiots. So, dude, you, you shot yourself in the foot. So, but uh, the people of Kentucky are better served with uh, with Governor Bashir. So glad he was able to to get reelected.
0: Yeah, yeah. I hope that he uh, can um, continue to do great things for the next four years. Or yeah, absolutely. You know, absolutely. And maybe, maybe somewhere down the line, he'd be at, going at the national
1: level. Hey, you know, they definitely you know, need somebody. He he was one of the names mentioned as one of the the rising stars in the party, and uh, I would not be surprised somewhere down the line that uh, you may see him. Uh, At the national level. So, uh, yeah, we'll keep an eye on that. But for right now, he is still the governor of our old home state. And we are very happy about that (laughs) because my man truly found out that all skin folk ain't skin folk. folk. (laughs) 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 Yes, sir.
0: (laughs) Yes, sir. All yeah. right.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's good. That was good. Yeah. That was good. Yes,
0: yeah. yeah, sir. Uh, let's transition to football yeah. and uh, let's deal with um, uh, a former Colt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, Jim Harbaugh uh, was kind of mm, sent to the woodshed <laughs> because of some um, violations uh, in um Scouting, and therefore, um the last five games of the year uh, he's on the sideline not not on the sideline he's at home he's at home <laughs> and um the um one of his assistants is now the interim coach while he's on hiatus so the the, the issue is when you Scout people uh, at the high school level, it used to be, and it's not like that anymore because of technology. When I was the defensive coordinator for the school that I taught at, we would send people out to uh, scout the teams that we're going to play the next the next week. And um, I would have them since I coached defensive back and I was a defensive coordinator and so on. um, What we had on film usually wasn't you you couldn't see everything that was on the film. Right. So Mm -hmm. as I prepared my defense, say, for their pass plays, I would send a scout out. I'd send an assistant coach or a lower coach uh, out to Draw up all their plays, and you know, play number pass number one was this. They they ran this route and so on. Because on the on the um, uh, video, you couldn't see those routes. You mm-hmm. could see the beginning, of the start of the play, because most of the most of the um, the uh, picture was of the line and so on in the backfield. That's all you saw. You didn't see their routes. And so I would somebody, okay, write down every play. And then as I'm watching film, and I would chart their plays. Okay, this is what they ran over here. They ran up in this. They they're in double double formation, and they ran a smash route, which the the, the outside the inside receiver would run down ten yards and go run a, a a flag pattern towards the post, towards the flag, and then the outside person would run five yards and stop. So, you know, I could see that. But that's what we had to do because we didn't have the technology that they have now. Right, right. (laughs) So as I retired from coaching and so on, uh, I knew that the colleges didn't do what we did. And we would always trade films like on a Saturday. You know, we would meet the other uh, another coach on a Saturday at the McDonald's or someplace like that. And we would give them two films. They would mm-hmm. give us two films and we would break the film down. And at the ball game, when we played them, we would give the films back to them. We'd get our films okay. back. Right,
1: right.
0: And so, you know, a few years after that, now you don't even do that. You know, we had to, we had to record each. We had to, this is becoming a long story, but, tell you how easy it is for the colleges now we had to make copies of every film that we got wow we had we had to copy our film which you couldn't speed copy you had to watch the film again actually record oh, with wow. two vc you had to record with two vcrs start play record and then after wow. the game we would kind of re-watch the film as they're recording so we'd have a copy we'd have two copies of each film that we could trade the next day one we'd keep, one we would trade of our of our film. Right. And so that was it. And, man, talk about long days. Saturdays were long days. And so now, you know, we would have to show the kids on Saturday morning this is what they do and come up with a game plan on, you know, Mondays and we'd break things down and show them some other things. Right. Now, everything, they got this this program called Huddle, that you would film stuff and it's automatic electronically sent up to the cloud and you don't have to go any place anymore. Mm. Uh, every kid can look at every play and you can, you can divide the plays into offense and defense. You can divide the play into what the quarterback did. It's un- unbelievable what you can do. Wow. You can see everything that they do. Mm. Okay. And, and if a kid wants to see all the offensive guards blocks, they can see the offensive guards block. If they want to see what the rece- each each receiving route, they can watch receiving. If they want to see what the defensive's doing, the defense they can it's 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 unlimited what you can z- visualize. Wow. that's today. <clears throat> and so what Harbaugh did supposedly, or what some of his assistants did is that they went to the games and they were charting uh, what the other team was calling so that they could see what they were doing. So if they had a hand signal where they would put their hands over their eyes and then they would touch their chest and then go to their knees, that would be a certain play. And then they would chart that and then they would watch on the film what they did. And then they know when they got to that game Saturday when they saw them put their hands over their eyes on the chest and to their knees. Okay. Here's a, a, a run to the right. Mm. This is what they're going to <clears> do. Okay. So that would give the defense a heads up on here's a run to the right. Here's a run to the right. And they would know that they can do that. So he was doing that. And he also sent some coach to the game, not only to tape, what their signals were, but he was on the (laughs) sidelines writing down (laughs) what they were doing. (laughs) You know, so some Uh. some things you can pick up from film that you, you know, that you can tell if it's a run or or, a pass. Cause I would look at, you know, after I chart everything, I would go back through, and it would give me all the tendencies. On first down, they do this. On third down, they do this. These are the big plays. But I'd go back, and I'd look at the film, and I'd look at a lineman, and I'd look at his hand, and i go, okay, this is going to be a pass because his hand he's just on his fingertips mm-hmm. because he's going to set back to pass block. Well, now he's got a lot of force on his hand, so now this is a run. And that I can pick up. And so I I would tell my kids, I would say – Anytime that you would hear a bird, okay, you would say, eagle, eagle, eagle. Mm. That means his hand hand is light. It's going to be a pass. Uh, Okay. okay. Or tiger, tiger, tiger. You hear an animal with has four legs. You know, it's going to be a run. It's going to be a run. It's going to be a run. And so you can pick those things up from watching film. But, you know, when you can't pick that up and you got somebody charting, you know, okay, they're going to do this. And this, and that's, that's
1: cheating. (laughs) So Mm, they were cheating. Okay. I I was, I was wondering what like, yeah. Go ahead. No, I was wondering like, okay, what's, I mean, people scout, I knew people scouted, but I didn't know the depth of like, okay, why is this, why are they, you know, saying this guy's cheating? Because now you explain it, it it becomes clear here. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wow. You
0: know, you, you can't, I mean. I guess you could. If you're doing it in public, okay, you can get someone's signals, you know, and Mm -hmm. it's because it's public. That's why some college football players, uh, teams, they may have eight people signaling.
1: Okay. And there's
0: only one, like the quarterback's looking at one, but they may have four people or five people or seven or eight people signaling. And you know, which one is the real one because you designated beforehand,
1: right, right? You know?
0: Okay. So <laughs> I was, okay. we were playing, we were playing a, a team from Terry hope one time. And there was another a black coach on the other sideline. And so he was signaling something. I was, I would step out and I would look, I'm like, <laughs> and he goes, Yo bro from across the field. You looking at my signals? I went, well, you showing them to me. <laughs> so and I, I knew him, you know. <laughs> so he goes, Yeah, yeah, you showing them to me. So so he started hiding behind people. I said, okay, okay, I'm not gonna do that. Okay. But yeah, but what he was doing, supposedly, is that people were going to the games and putting on putting on the other team's hats and stuff and sitting back and, and writing down their plays. And they then they got him film one of his assistants in a hat and whenever the coach right. there was a play that was close to him and he would turn his head like, you know, you can't see my face because they probably knew that he was scouting for him. Right. right. And he got on the he got on their sidelines. And so that kind of stuff is just downright wrong. Wow. Wow. You know, so He's gonna be suspended. Yeah, I, I think that they probably should have waited until the end of the season.
1: Well, this is just me know.
0: personally. Yeah, they should have waited to the end of the season. I mean, they're they're in the top three now. Yeah, yeah,
1: and that's what so if some you do it, people. If you do
0: it now, you better do it for every every coach right. from this right. point on. All right. You know, right. punish them after the season. We we caught you. We know this right. is what yeah, you we, did. Yeah, we you. are not gonna you. do it again, Because right. we, you know, they got caught. So the likelihood right. of them doing it again is gonna be little or none. Then yeah. after the season, then you punish them. You right. know, charge them. You know, fourteen million dollars to the university yeah. or something.
1: Right. That'll that's cut what, that uh, uh, Yeah, that's what some people said. A hefty, hefty fine, and yeah. uh, do yeah. it after the season. But you know, yeah. hey. Uh, Man, I don't know. Every, everybody wants a wants an advantage. <laughs> so Yeah, and the hard
0: they balls are they're crybabies anyway. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. so you know. there's a rumor he may end up back in the NFL again, you know. So who knows, man? Who knows? Yeah. But uh yeah. they made their decision and so yeah, he's he's at home mm-hmm. watching. They won yesterday. They beat Penn State. They really didn't need him. So, uh yeah. they they won yesterday. So, And then they've got who they got to play, Ohio State. They still got to play Ohio State. Oh, yeah.
0: They got that last game of the season. the last
1: game. Yeah, I think Mm -hmm. it's the last game of the season. So he'll be home watching. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, watching. So uh, interesting. So, yeah, you gave a good – I I understand now because I I guess that's why you watch a lot of NFL games. You see the guys, they're talking into the mic, and they got their little thing above their mouth, so you can't read their mouth. I I assume that's (laughs) why they do that, right? Yep, yep. okay. That's right. Okay. That's right. There's hey, a lot I'm, that
0: goes on, man. Uh, you know, it's it's interesting. And I've said this before, before all this new electronic stuff, when we used to have to trade films. I mean, I would think that people would think that the drug deal was going on because people meet in the McDonald's parking lot someplace. Right, right. Two guys get out of the car and they exchange stuff. Right, and then right. they both leave. Yeah,
1: that's what it would look <laughs> you like. You know. It would kinda of look like that, you know?
0: And and, and and if the cops ever showed it never happened to us. If the cops ever showed up, they'd probably go, What are you guys doing? We well, you, you said, no. We're we're coaches. We're we're exchanging two films. He gets two films, I'm giving two films, and then when we meet on Friday night, we give the films yeah. back,
1: you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. cool. So anyway. Hey, hey. Well, let's keep it in the sports realm and uh the NBA in season tournament. <laughs> yeah. I was like uh one, uh they're trying <laughs> to copy the WNBA. Uh WNBA has an the commissioner's cup, it's called. Uh hmm. I understand sort of why they do it, because their season is only forty some games, you know, and, right. and it, it adds a bit more to their season the NBA, your season's already too long as it is. You know, you're playing 82 games. Your season runs all the way into June with the playoffs and everything. So I'm not sure why you think this is a great idea to have all 30 teams competing in a tournament. Uh, yeah.
0: Now you, is,
1: does it, does it decrease the number of games they play or is this no, in addition to, it's, it's in addition to uh, the games they play um, and then, you know, it's a trophy awarded afterwards. I'm yeah. like, but you yeah. know, you, 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 your product, your product now, uh, and I'm, I'm sort of like you, man. It's like, there were two games on last night. Yeah. There were two games on last night. I didn't watch either one, uh, because I'm just not enamored with, with the NBA game anymore. And you, you want, you are always saying you want your best product on the floor. But now you've got this in-season tournament, and you risk some of your high-profile players getting hurt. They can't play, so now your product's diminished because the people that people are buying tickets, they want to come see. Guess what? That person's got playing, got hurt playing in a game is like this is insignificant. Yeah, you know it's insignificant. So uh, a lot of these guys they sit out anyway. So now you've got somebody hurt uh, in a in a tournament game that's irrelevant, and now that person won't be playing for several weeks. And uh, people are like I'm not buying a ticket to go see them. So and so's not playing; they're hurt.
0: You know. Yeah. Do you, do you think that <laughs> it's a way to try to capture some people that are 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 not watching the NBA? Uh, is, I, is, is 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 it is it This is a way that we can pat these people on the back, you know, so that we can, you know, keep people enthused about the game by having an in-season tournament when they've never had an in-season tournament before that, to my knowledge.
1: No, this is the first time.
0: Revenue, revenue is bringing in more revenue, extra TV contracts,
1: uh, you know. I mean, it's always about money. It's always about money but the people that have soured on the NBA game this isn't going to persuade them to start watching again yeah. because it it's the same thing you you've had some of these in tournament games I watched I was watching uh, somebody the other night and a couple of key players didn't play so I'm like why are these guys not playing you didn't say they were hurt they're just not playing yeah so that's one of the reasons why people are turned off from the NBA mm-hmm. It's like if I got to pay to take my family to an NBA game, say I got me and my wife and two kids, that ticket, those tickets, refreshments, parking, all that's going to cost me probably a couple of hundred bucks, maybe yep. more than that. And then I show up, my kid wants to see LeBron James or Steph Curry or Trey, uh, Trey uh, plays for Atlanta, uh, Trey, I can't remember, can't remember his name. But a lot of these high-profile guys. So my kids want to go see that. Well, guess what? I get to the arena. They're not playing tonight. Are they injured? No, they're resting. They need rest. So I'm turned off. I've spent how much money, and this person isn't playing because they're resting? No, I'm turned off. So this tournament isn't going to persuade people, in my opinion. It's not going to persuade people to start watching because you lost a lot of people because you didn't stop this load management crap when it first started. You know, you, you, you say you want your best product on the floor. Well, a lot of times your best product is sitting over on the bench in street clothes, watching. Mm-hmm. They're 20 they're some years old and they need rest. <laughs> yeah. Ex- I mean, explain that to me. You're 20 yeah. some years old and you need rest. Yeah. A- and the season started when the season started it's like some guys were sitting out after the second game of the season. The season. <laughs> what What are you doing? Yeah. So that's. We, did that's we what, ever take
0: any? We were twenty years old. You think we ever took any days man. off? How many? How many? How many games would we play in a day?
1: Man, we got in, out. in a, a city. And I mean, we were out there all day long, <laughs> all day. day long. And then we're like, you know, he's like, "Hey, you gotta come home for dinner." Okay, come home for dinner. Eat. Back to the court. You know, back to the court, you know, get to school early before the bell ring. Ball in the gym before school. we (laughs) are balling. We're balling. And now (laughs) you're making millions of dollars, and you're 21, 22, 23 years old, and you need rest. So your little (laughs) tournament isn't going to persuade people to come back and watch because you haven't changed anything. People are going to show up to these tournament games with, you know, the people that buy tickets are going to turn up to these games and somebody's not going to be playing that they've spent their hard money on to come see, and how are you going to explain that to that little kid? Well, he's not playing tonight, Johnny, because he's tired. He needs rest. Give me a break. Give me a break. Yeah, now they 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 jazzed up the courts. They jazzed up the courts. How much money and is uniforms. that? Uniforms. Yeah, they got uniforms. I'm like, come and on. And that's it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. And and now they're going to go back to the old school all star game format to where everybody now will wear their own jersey representing their team. I don't know why you changed it to begin with. Yeah, it was East versus West. You wore your uniform representing your team. The Western you wore your uniform, had your name on the back. I mean, it's like sometimes you need to leave things alone. You know, leave it alone. If it ain't broke, don't mess with it. So (laughs) I I don't I don't think it to answer your question. Now, this tournament, some people, the NBA has lost. They're not going to get them back because a lot of people have gone to watching more women's basketball. Believe it or not, they're watching uh, high school sports, a lot of high school basketball. Now, it's getting to that point to where don't want to watch that either. Because it's it's you're grooming AAU. these kids, yeah. You you're grooming these kids. Uh, we talked about it last week. There's very little fundamentals going on, so you're you're grooming these kids to follow that path to where, you know, they're they're praised for everything they do, da 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 da. da but they don't understand the fundamentals of the game. So, um, yeah, a lot of people have sought other means of entertainment. Other than the NBA. And I I'm 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 one of those people, man. I watch my nuggets every now and then because I like the Joker. Uh but a lot of a lot of the games last night, and Curry was on last night, Curry and the Warriors were on last night. But I found myself like everybody shooting threes. I mean, everybody's going out of court, everybody's shooting threes. Even if you're not making them, I'm like, why are you shooting a three? (laughs) You're not a shooter. But everybody wants to shoot threes now. So it's yeah. the product has been uh, diminished a bit. And uh, so this tournament isn't is going to change the minds of some people. It, you, you've already lost them. So. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, I've been, I haven't watched it for, <laughs> forever, man. So I, like I told you, the the last time I watched an NBA game all the way from beginning to end was when they had the 1985 All-Star game in Indianapolis. Yeah, and they're yeah. coming back, and the hell, I ain't yeah, even going. They're,
1: they're coming back. <laughs> That's the, the, the Pacers are playing pretty good, man. That's they're what playing. I
0: heard. That's the what Pacers I heard.
1: are playing pretty good. They got a nice uh, group of young guys. Uh, they got a good coach, uh, Rick. Uh, here's his name. Played for the Celtics back in the day, Rick Carlisle. Oh, Carlisle, uh, he came back. Carlisle, he's yeah. back, back coaching the Pacers. But the Pacers is doing well, man. They're doing well. But again, a, you've lost a, a, a lot of people by just people are turned off and a lot people are going to come out and say it. A lot of people are turned off because of the atmospheres in the arenas. And th- there's, there's a lot of black folks around. I just <laughs> have to say that there's <laughs> a lot of black folks around. And the fact that the NBA got in bed with hip hop and a lot of the music at the arenas is booming, it's the thumping bass and all this stuff. I'm telling you, man, it turns off a certain segment of people. I'll leave yeah. it at that. <laughs> you
0: mean you mean they're not playing country in Western?
1: They're not, they're not even that? sometimes they're not playing pop, a lot of pop, they're a lot of
0: pop, pop stuff. Oh,
1: man, yeah. Yeah. a lot. Of what these would are, it you know, be?
0: I, I say this all the time. What would Monday Night Football, what would happen if on Monday Night Football they had a hip hop artist to to introduce the game?
1: And well, they sorta, they sorta of, kinda, of, they sorta of, kinda of do. Well, <laughs> well, when Monday that? Night Football comes on, Chris Stapleton is on there. Well, but
0: Chris Stapleton is, you know, <laughs> some
1: people, yeah, people say he really. Can. I, I personally, I like Chris. Yeah, Stapleton. I, li- I do too. I, I do too. Stapleton. But, but you've got Snoop Dogg in there. Snoop Dogg yeah. is in, in that introduction for Monday Night Football. Yeah, <laughs> okay. man, only started this year, right? Right this year, right. And I was this surprised year. when I'm like, whoa, Snoop Dogg is in here. Mm-hmm. You know? But a lot of people are turned off. They're not they're probably not in their homes, they're probably talking about it. But when yep. you go to these arenas, and I, I go to you know, quite a few Nuggets games. <laughs> The the I mean it's it's hip hop from the time you get there during the timeouts it's hip hop unless it's a, a a a special night like eighties night or something like that then you you may hear some more pop stuff. But if it's not, it's the booming hip-hop, the thumping bass, the players. They're they are dancing and they're bobbing yeah. in the in the layup line. you know They're bobbing to the music. And that turns a lot of people off, man. And
0: it's the same. It, they're hearing basically what they hear with college football. It's the same. Yeah. And yeah. Hi, they do it in high school football now. They, high school, they play yeah. hip-hop, hip-hop, high yeah. school football now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I almost lost my mind the first time that I was still coaching – and um, I came out from someplace, and they had this music playing. Yeah. I almost lost my damn mind. What the hell is going on? This is a football game. This ain't the damn club. Yeah. What the hell? I, I said, oh, y'all got to turn that shit off. Yeah. And I I went <laughs> up there and said, you have to cut the music. Yeah. You know, yeah. but. Soon thereafter, that was all part of it. Oh, yeah. So that's that's part of the culture now.
1: Yeah. I forgot what game it was. Uh, Colorado was playing, it was either the UCLA game or the game prior to that. The referee had to call a warning because the DJ was playing music during the offense. When the offense was getting ready to line up to run their play, (laughs) the DJ's playing music. The ref's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Turn the music off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's where it's gone. And it, yeah. it's it's a lot of it's over the top. And um, the NBA, whatever. I mean, they they got in bed with hip hop and a lot of this started, uh, you know, when, you know, Iverson's a trendsetter. Iverson was a trendsetter. He brought a lot of this into the league with the NBA, uh, you know, getting in bed with hip hop because that was he represented hip hop culture at the time.
0: Yeah. So, if you go if you think back, if you go back to the eighties, they were playing music then. When when Magic and Bird those right, guy right, they right. were playing music. They you know, it just wasn't it just wasn't um it it just wasn't the the style or the music that they listen to now, but they were playing right. Yeah. music oh, and stuff like that, but uh, it's just gone over
1: the top now. Yeah, yeah it's gone over the top. It's gone yeah. over the top. So, you know, uh, back to the original. Thing. Nah, this tournament ain't. It, it's not going to persuade a lot of people to embrace the NBA. Um, Though they, were those people are gone. They said so they found other other avenues of entertainment. Um, you know, to to satisfy their needs. So they, yeah. those people aren't coming back and. We're here. I mean, we're like, eh, yeah, man. What yeah. is the purpose of this? Yeah, what is the purpose yeah. of this? You interesting,
0: know, interesting little thing. Because I just I saw yeah, that and went, yeah, why, yeah. why? Why? I wasn't gonna watch anyway, but for yeah. some reason they're trying to make a big deal out of it. And yeah. to yeah, me, yeah, it's yeah. no big deal. But
1: they the wanna- WBA does it, and it's it's big for them because their season is not that long, and it adds an extra element to their season because I mean their season. Starts and next thing i like, wow, their season's over. Right. So they, they, it's called the Commissioner's Cup and it, the games are quite competitive. Uh, but there's, I can see the need for that. But your season's already long enough. Yeah. And, yeah. Okay, if, you, if your team isn't that good, okay, okay, you might win a trophy. I mean, you, you get lucky and beat somebody and you win this cup. Uh, th- no. Yeah. And I, a lot of guys, they're talking, about, oh, yeah, we love this. You're lying you do not you do not love this, you're lying you you gotta say this to you know maybe your contract calls for you to say something positive about whatnot, but a lot of these guys like come on man yeah we 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 compete for the big dog, we want the big trophy, you know? <laughs> so whatever, yep, yeah, all right, all right. All right. Uh yeah, we've been on this thing for a minute. So let's uh let's talk about uh the lawman Bass Reeves, man. Bass Reeves. Have you had a chance to watch uh watch the episodes or no I, think I have
0: group. not. It's on it's on Paramount, right?
1: It's on Paramount Plus. So I have and yet to watch it myself.
0: I don't have Paramount Plus, so yeah, I don't But have I know it. of the I know of Bass yes, Reeves. Yes, yes. But uh yeah, I mean I know of him, but I just haven't had a chance to see the series. I'm I'm sure somewhere down the line it'll it'll cross cross over. Yeah. I and yeah. um you know, I just haven't. I I too many subscriptions. I tell me about it. So tell me about I I I'm not part of the Paramount, you know, plus streaming thing. So right. I'll just have to once it once they put it on regular Late yeah.
1: night, yeah. It'll you know. show up somewhere. Yeah, it'll, it'll show will. up somewhere. But uh, interesting story. I mean, the rumor is that uh, the legend of the Lone Ranger is based off a of Bass Reeves. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and I'm like, hmm, I never heard that. Again, this is one of these stories that we never heard of. A, we, I, correct me now. I've never, i never heard of Bass Reeves during all my time at TK Stone or town High. I never heard of Bass Reeves.
0: I would heard of him only after after getting out of the Coast Guard and okay. and was studying a a history. Okay. I, I heard of that's where I heard about him for the first okay. time. Okay, You know when you when you think about uh, the Buffalo Soldiers yes. and yes. and you know you you hear about that, right. and I, I heard about Bass Bass Reeves from from that time period and so uh, on. So yeah. you know a lot of a lot of black folks that. Uh, fled slavery, you know, mm. went out West and hung out, you know, yeah, and, yeah. and and try to stay safe. And he was, he was one that literally escaped because his, I, I think from what I remember is that he was uh, a slave and his owner died and he was, he was given to the owner's son who was a lawman yeah. and and he brought him with him to do some of his um, um, legal work and so on. And so that's how he became a lawman because he was taught by his owner who was a, a lawman or a military person. And there, I think, if I remember correctly, they were going out trying to find ex-confederates, bring them to justice. yeah, yep. and that's how he got his his start. And then he he fled and and literally uh, was contracting, became the first uh, deputy marshal out out west in Indian territory.
1: Yeah. 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 So I'm, I'm, I, you know, I, I'll probably wait. It looks interesting. The reviews have been tremendous. People that have, have seen it and historians uh, that have studied his life, whatnot. They're like, they did a good job on this. Mm -hmm. They did a good job on it. So, yeah, I got so many subscriptions. I'm like, do I want to do this? I mean, <laughs> I because I mean, when you when you see our programs pop up, like, oh, that looks pretty good. It's like ah, another subscription, <laughs> you know. Yep. But But uh, I, uh, they had a, enough. Yeah, they had a a segment on him last week. I think it was on Sunday morning, uh, and they they've got a museum in Oklahoma. We're thinking about going to the museum. Uh, oh, Okay. In uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Muskogee, In Muskogee Oklahoma, they have a m- Bass Reeves Museum, and oh, okay, uh, so that's about 10 hours from where we are here. So, we're thinking about going maybe this summer, taking a ride out there and 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 go go uh, get some more information on this uh, you know, hero of the American West, which, like you say, man. A lot of black cowboys. We never heard about Nat Love and Bill Pickett and all these guys. We never, I didn't learn about none of these guys until I got out, you know, like you said, out into the world. And, you know, more books are made available. And I started reading more. I'm like, oh, wow, there were no black cowboys. Yeah, there were black cowboys.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I tell you what, when I was stationed in Texas, and uh went up to Corpus Christi from Brownsville, Texas one time and went to a went to a club and there was a brother that had a cowboy boots, had a big old buckle and some and and, and and some um uh jeans. And I said, damn, a black cowboy. I I be damn there's a black cowboy. Like it was uh
1: it was a novelty. I'm like, oh, yeah, absolutely, There's a black <laughs> yeah. cowboy.
0: Yeah. I ain't never seen one before. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. There's a, uh, I forgot their name, but they're out of Compton. They're out of Compton, California. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're you know black cowboys keeping keeping the tradition alive. And uh, I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. And then here coming up here right in January, uh, the black uh, black American West Rodeo. Uh, comes mm-hmm. comes to Denver, and uh, a lot of black cowboys uh, participated in that, man. So yeah, yeah. We're, we're everywhere, man. We're represented everywhere. We just, we don't know about it until we get out into the world like, wow, I never knew that. <laughs> yeah,
0: and then yeah. someone like that idiot down in Florida said, well, you can't learn that history. We're not teaching it to you now. Now right. we know we can't teach it to you. <laughs> right, right,
1: right, right. So, so yeah, anyway. we'll 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 keep an eye on on uh, on Bass Reeves and like you say, we'll hopefully they release it and uh, we can watch it without having to add another subscription to our, the long list of those we already got.
0: I know, man. That's we we should do a story on that.
1: Just so, oh my gosh, on
0: how streaming has literally killed us and you know it the Screen Actors Guild and actors yep. are all these people are back. Yeah, They're back. And, uh, <laughs> AI, you know, we need to talk about. We can talk about yep. that too. Damn, they're down back.
1: The so yep. they're back, man. But yeah, streaming is taking over, man. And every time you turn around, there's a new service kicking off. So, yes. and yep. by the time I, well, I have a friend, man. I think she's got probably every streaming service there is. Because <laughs> she stopped and she said, "Hey, did you see this?" I'm like, "No, where?" Were? She said, oh, "This is on Apple TV." I'm like, "No, I don't have Apple TV." She said, oh, "Have you seen this?" It's on uh, Disney Plus. I'm like, "No." I, <laughs> I mean, I'm like, "How do you keep up with?" Them? Yeah. You you don't. You don't. Yeah. That's the
0: problem. You don't. You, you, don't. you see one thing and then like I've got Apple TV and I've got okay. Disney Plus and I've got Prime and with okay. that with Prime goes stars and, and with stars right. goes right. Showtime.
1: Right, and right. And there's
0: one other that I have.
1: Um You have uh, Netflix, right?
0: And Netflix. And and I'm in Hulu. From Hulu Stephanie okay. Stephanie sharing Hulu with me. Yeah, okay. I share Netflix and stuff with her. Okay. You know, yeah. and so you have all these damn things, man. And it, it got Max. Okay, that's HBO, right, yeah. Max,
1: HBO Max. HBO Max.
0: Yeah. You know, so and you just can't keep up. And there's so many going good shows out there that, yeah. You know, okay, okay, okay. I'm starting to watch Billions again. Okay, I'm on yeah, that. Okay. And I finished watching this one. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's it's good in the fact that you've got a a great deal of s- selections to go from and got some mm-hmm. good quality stuff, but
1: yeah,
0: yeah. you know, 5 dollars here, 5 dollars there, yeah, and, you know. 5 times up. 5 times 20 is <laughs> That's right. It adds up.
1: It <laughs> adds know? up. It adds up, man. Yeah. So, I I was tempted to uh, like, yes, yeah, Paramount Plus is only 5.99. So, so I can watch Baz Reeves, but I haven't done it yet. So I, I may take your advice. Just wait it out. Yeah, wait it exactly. out. It'll come you know. up somewhere. I oh, know. yeah. It'll pop up somewhere. Yeah.
0: Paramount, somewhere. is that is
1: that CBS? Yeah, Paramount is part of CBS. CBS. Yeah. So
0: somewhere down the line, CBS yeah. is going to have some late night thing, and it's going to be on there. If you have the CBS streaming service, yeah. i bet you yeah. it'll be on
1: there. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, cuz they brought, brought Yellowstone back. They brought Yellowstone, Yellowstone back. Yellowstone
0: and- used to just be on a streaming service, right?
1: Yeah, it was on Paramount Plus. <laughs> yeah, and that was that was just regular CBS. Just regular CBS. Yep. So
0: I haven't watched it yet. I heard it was good. Uh, yeah,
1: everybody it. said it was amazing, but I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. I've not watched it yet. So like I said, man, it's too much stuff, man. I'm I'm probably watching four or five different things right now. <laughs> And haven't finished any of them. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, my friend. All uh, right, man. Last topic. And we got to get out of here because we've been, we've been out here for a minute, but coming up, we got an anniversary here, uh, November the 22nd of this of November this year, 60 years. Since the assassination of JFK, and uh, I think a lot of people, man, the JFK assassination is probably faded from their minds, man. Mm. Um, But I was watching a show tonight on Hulu. It's (laughs) called uh, JFK: One Day in America, and it's actually pretty good, man. It's the people that are in this documentary are some of the last surviving witnesses of that day in Dallas. Mm -hmm. Two two Secret Service agents. Uh, a lady and her family that were down down on Dealey Plaza, they were right next to the car, uh, the motorcade, when the motorcade came by, uh, they were right there, saw what happened. Uh, so they're in, I think the, the guy who worked with Lee Harvey Oswald, he's 90 some years old now, so mm-hmm. they've got some of the, the last surviving witnesses to talk about that day. And one of the things I found mm-hmm. so poignant about this documentary is, when the news is revealed that Kennedy has died, people are out on the streets, man, and they're crying and black, oh, yeah. white, and women, yeah. and they're interviewing people and they're asking people like, "Why do you think this happened?" And the 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 general thread that most people said was, "I don't know. It's like we just have so much hatred hatred for each other, you know. It's it's dividing the country. You know, I'm like it sounds like today." Mm-hmm hatred and, and vitriol for people or whatnot, yeah. but it was like people came together to mourn the assassination of the president, and I don't think we get any of that now. If something was to happen now to that magnitude, I don't think people would come together like that. No, to no.
0: We're too saturated with, yeah. you know, everybody's got their own... Um, thing that they want to watch. And back then, there was only three channels.
1: Only three channels.
0: You know, and um, you got three channels and that was it. And everybody, I mean, you got most of your news from papers. That's right. You know, and of course, the thing that I remember is that the TV didn't go off for four days. That's right. You know, because as we grew up, the TV came on at six o'clock in the morning and went off at either 10 or 11 o'clock at
1: night. That's about 11 o'clock at night, yep.
0: And when he was assassinated, TV did never did not go off until no.
1: he was buried. Yeah, he was buried, yep. yep. Yeah, you yeah. know.
0: And it's... so there was constant, constant news. And, mm-hmm. you know, you go back to the um, 70s and, you know, CNN started, which was 24-hour right. service. Yep. You know, so now it's, people hardly even watch i I watch local tv i watch the news about in the morning when i get Mm -hmm. up and after that i don't watch any local tv yeah yeah i may tape something
1: right right you know yeah 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 Yeah, it was yeah it was it man the three channels and all of them were covering the same thing man and uh it was it was just it was amazing to see i got to finish it i paused it i was started watching it before we came on the air so i got to finish watching it uh but it 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 was amazing just to see people from all hues you know crying and and realizing what this meant to the country that your president has been assassinated and it was like people were like who would do this to our country and i'm like wow uh um, yeah
0: well you know it it, it it killed the innocence. Yes. And yes. at that point, from that point on, America became violent.
1: Yeah. 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 Sad day. I was, uh, what was what? I was in the first grade, man. When that, uh, that news came over the, the, mm-hmm. the speaker in the classroom and, yep. you know, it was like at Valley View, we were there and it's the word came over the speaker that the president Kenny had been killed. It was like, yeah, you're in the first grade. You really don't know what that means, but yeah. it's obviously so important because people are crying, crying and, yeah, and yeah. they're like, you know, they're, they're, their their de- their demeanor had changed. You you realize as a kid something's going on, and uh, so sad day for the country, man. And we've just, uh, like you say, man, we've gotten more violent since uh, since that fateful day in 1963. So, yep.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: All right, my friend.
0: All right, all right, all right. This is good, good topics. Yeah, Got a little, yeah. bit, got a little bit long on a few things. Yeah, we do. That's what we do. I think our our episodes are getting a little bit longer. And, yeah. You know, yeah. they're we... they're over an hour now. This is we're right at uh, one ten right now. Okay. So, okay. You
1: know. Sometimes we get a little carried away. <laughs>
0: All right, well, uh, you know once again, if you're out there and you need a topic to talk about, something that you want to bring to our attention, please do so. and Absolutely. we'll try to we'll try to um, strike up a conversation and and go from there. otherwise, yeah. we'll continue to put out what we think is a pretty decent product. Yeah. and uh, at least history will look back and say, "You know who are these people from <laughs> Elizabethtown, Kentucky?" Who's talking about damn near everything? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> politics and everything. And they were just two two friends growing up and from a small town.
1: That's yes, right. That's yes, yeah. right. Who are they? <laughs> Let's look be... into their background. Yeah, we'll be immortalized. <laughs> <laughs> yep. yep. All right, my friend. All
0: right now. Well, with that, you know, uh, back to my
1: Italiana, uh, Chiliamo Dopo. Catch you later. Sayonara until we meet again. Until we meet again.
0: The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are of those of the individuals and do not reflect on the official policies or positions of any government or corporation.